Are you someone who doesn't see every movie that comes out? Do you hate your friends and strangers asking if you have seen a movie and then freak out when you haven't? Well, join the You Hate to See It Podbean, and you can join Jeff as he talks with Adam, but not me, about movies that Adam forced him to watch, but not me. So, you don't have to. Who knows? Maybe you'll finally go see a movie. Welcome, everyone, to the brand new episode of You Hate to See It. I'm Adam. I'm Nick. And this week, we are joined by special guest, uh, John Anthony. You may know him from one of his many short films that he's done, such as uh, The Session, and coming soon, the My Journey to Me. So uh, thanks for coming on the show, John. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. I said you've done a lot of uh, short films. And before we start talking about all of them, what has been your favorite short that you've done so far? Um, Gee, that's a good question. Um, Because there's some that I won't even let people see because I just think they're horrible. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, like one of my friends who does all my production stuff, he's, no, that's a good film. We need to get it out there. I'm like, no, I'm not showing that. (laughs) Um, I'd probably say... uh, Rookies, Family Matter, and Swimmers are probably my three favorites. Um, And then um, my toughest one, I think, that I did, wrote, and actually acted in was um, A Love Not Lost. It's probably, like, the hardest thing that I ever had to do from an acting standpoint. So, Uh, Can you explain why was that the hardest one? Yeah, because I played a a, uh, mentally slow elderly man who's lived his whole entire life in assisted living homes and then his brother um comes uh comes to take him out of it because you know his parents have passed and and he's to the point now where it's just like he wants to give his older brother a a life and not you know spend his entire lifetime you know living in it you know living in a in a home where he's taken care of and actually you know he gets his own room and and you know they get a new house and all this other stuff and you know he just you know he's he gets all excited about that. And it's just, um, but j- just playing that role was just like really, really tough. Cause you, cause you wanted, you know, I did a lot of research on it and studied and stuff like that. And um, it was just, uh, you know, I, I did the scene from, from the film. Uh, I did a small scene in one of my acting classes and then it just kind of gave me like the, um, it went over very, very well. And it kind of went, and then I just was like, you know what, I'm going to turn this into a short film and, um, it's actually done really, really well. It's done, it's done well on the short film festival. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm really proud of that as well. I, I did. I was watching your reel on your website because let me tell you, mm-hmm. finding your short films online has been a pain for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. You, you're not going to find any of them online except for my favorite song, which is actually on my webpage. Okay. Uh, because, because what happens is like a lot of them, um, when they're on the short film circuit, you know, they ask that you don't put them out anywhere else mm-hmm. until you're done. So um, eventually we'll have, you know, a lot of the films up there on, uh, I'll either have like a YouTube channel with them on there or I'll have, uh, you know, put some of them or just even maybe like rotate them out on the website. Mm-hmm. So playing someone with uh, mental difficulties, how did you find that process of trying to come off as not as real and not necessarily poking fun as someone who doesn't have those issues like how do you find that Um, balance 
you know, like I said, I, you know, I, I did a lot of studying. Um, you know, I don't know if you ever saw the movie I Am Sam with Sean Penn. Um, great I've, movie. I've, I've heard um, a lot of good things. Yeah, but... he, he, you know, he he plays um, a uh, uh, a man with Down syndrome, and he just, I mean, he's just, he's amazing. He was just incredible. Um, so you know, like I said, I just, it, it just kind of just like creating this character and um you know being able to kind of practice practice you know how i was going to portray him in class and you know my acting coach um you know he was very very um fond of the character and um you know anytime when you're doing a you know doing an acting class you know you, you have scenes that you do throughout class and and you know you have your you know your classes in there and um you know, uh, when 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 you can get to the point where um, you move the audience to tears and there's people crying based off of how how whether how the scene went or how the character is, um, you kind of know that maybe you've got something or maybe you know you you hit the right mark. Is he you know he was very um, very positive and he's just like you know um, just in case you don't know the majority of us are like crying in class. So you, I mean it was it was you know very very good and. Um, I was with an incredible actress um, and, you know, she, she was just amazing to make the scene just kind of work. So, so yeah, you've been talking a bit about acting class. So you started acting late in life, right? 20, yeah. I started when I was 14. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm 58 now. Um, started when I was 50. Uh, took a couple, started in an acting class during the summertime because I'm a full-time teacher during the day. And uh you know, was, was, was with this one instructor for a couple of years and, and learned some stuff. And then I had a friend of mine, she went and audited the class and came back. She's like, Hey, you need to take this class. So I went and audited the class and just got blown away um, with this instructor um, by the name of Glenn Morshower. I don't know if you, I mean, if you know him, he's been in um, Ozarks, he's been on the resident, he's been every general in, uh, every transformer movie um he's got over i mean he's been in over <laughs> 200 movies he's uh he was he was uh adam pierce in 24 um so i mean you know the stuff that i learned from him was just like amazing not and not just from an acting standpoint too from just a life standpoint and how to you know how to go about things and and understanding that you know if this is what you want to do if this is your passion that you've got to understand that this is it's it's a uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know, because you know, there's people want to get into acting and they move out to L.A. And I've had friends do that. And three months later, they're back because it's just like, oh, it's too tough. I can't do this. You know, and I've got friends out there who are still, you know, fighting it and doing their thing. They can everything they can. And, and um, because that's what they believe in, which is, you know, which which is what you need to do. You know, biggest thing is you don't believe in, in yourself, you know, because you're always going to have doubters or haters or people you know skeptics and stuff like that i mean i have friends that are like that now where it's like you know i wrote i wrote a, a screenplay that i pitched to a production company out in la and um you know they said they wanted to read it so i sent it to them and you know i was telling a friend of mine he's just like you know well, how much money do you want to get do you want to sell it it's like i don't want to sell it because to me it's an art you know if i can bring something to life and i can write something and, and you know um you know of course everybody wants to get paid but you know to me it's more of just like you know, putting something out there that people can appreciate, you know, and I told him, I said, when I wrote this, this screenplay, I said, the only person I had in mind for playing the lead role was Morgan Freeman. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, to this day, he's just like, oh, you're never going to get Morgan Freeman. You're never going to get Morgan Freeman. I said, you know what? You'd be a doubter, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a dreamer. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep fighting until, you know, maybe if I, maybe if I could even just, you know, sit down and have him read the script, um, you know, that would be like the, the greatest thing for me. So, yeah. Um, but you're, but like I said, you're always going to have, you know, um, you're going to have your doubters, but you, if, if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you want to do, you know, the sky's the limit. So what was uh, the process like getting your first gig? It says that uh, your first short film was a gift in 2016 yeah so that was kind of i wrote i wrote a scene in class and this is actually when i was in glenn's class and um when we got done a a friend of mine who's a really talented actor um he was in class he watched it you know he loved it he comes up afterwards he goes hey we can make this a short film i'm like what are you talking about because it's it's like three pages long the script that i wrote he goes well you got a beginning you got a middle and you got an end because if you want i'll direct it for you and i'm like yeah so you know we we found a place to shoot at and, you know, we, we, um, you know, I asked uh, some of the other act, uh, actors in my class if they want to be a part of it, you know, and everyone was just like, yeah. And then we went and shot it. And um, once we got it done, he edited it for me, put music to me for, put music to it for me. And then he's like, all right, now go submit it, start submitting it to film festivals. And, um, you know, it did fairly well. It got in quite a few, um, won an award. Um, so, and that thing, that whole thing just kind of really kicked things off where it's just like, all right, you know what, this is kind of like, this is what I really like to do. You know, you know, the acting aspect I love and, you know, the writing aspect I love as well. What would you say is more rewarding writing or acting? Um, you know, I, I mean, for me, I'd say it's, it's both, but but like for me, it's like if, if I'm focused on a story, um, a lot of times it's, it's you know, it's, it's going to be the writing aspect because, you know, if I can put something down on paper and my actors bring it to life from a writing standpoint, it's like the as a writer, it's like the greatest thrill because it's like you guys did exactly what I wanted to, you know, and the same thing from acting, you know, if, if I have it. And, you know, if, if I'm given a character and, and, and I bring it home and to the point where it's just like, you know, hey, that was exactly what we wanted, you know, so it's, it's kind of like they're, they're both right up there. But, you know, I, I've kind of got the writing bug right now. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning more towards writing right now. But, um, you know, I, I love them both. So, you know, it, it kind of it almost like kind of depends on the day or the week, I guess. Do you get a lot of inspiration? Like, is it just an idea pops in your head or is it life experiences? What's, what's your big drive for writing? You know, it's, um, and this is going to sound really kind of crazy, but most of the music I listen to, I mean, I listen to all music, but like when I'm driving, like when I'm driving from home from work or if I've got to go down to like Austin for an audition or something like that, I listen to a lot of soundtracks, mainly just because it's, there's not a lot of words and it's just, you know, melodies. And then all of a sudden I'll think of something just kind of like pop out of my head. And then, you know, I'm like, Siri, take a note. And, you know, Hey, stories about this. And then, then, you know, I'll be driving and I'll keep, you know, keep going. And then if, you know, if if all of a sudden I have a line, I want to base something off it, it might be like, all right, dad says this. And then when I get home, I just go back and pull up my notes off my phone. And I just, you know, I sit down and start writing, Um, which is, you know, it's kind of like, cause if, cause if you look at the genre of my films, I'm kind of like, you know, just like someone took some marbles and just threw them on the floor and they just scattered everywhere. Cause I've got, you know, 
a couple movies about uh, mafia. I'm a big Sopranos guy. Love David Chase, um, Casino, Goodfellas. You know, um, all those movies. Um, and then you know, I've got a couple family movies. I've got some. I've got a you know a dark comedy. I've got one, which is actually on the website called a uh, my favorite song, which is kind of a um, feel good kind of. Um, it's a drama, but it's kind of like a. I don't even know how, how you would classify it as, but just kind of like a drama, but it's, it's a micro short and it's only like six minutes long. But, um, you know, um, that's also one of my favorites because it, it just turned out so well. I and mean, I was really, really pleased with how, how everything, how, how it all came out. So as someone who's completely unfamiliar with short films, how, like, what's the average length that you usually try and go for when you're writing and acting? Yeah, so, so basically like it, like micro shorts are generally under five minutes, you know, and then they even have like super micro shorts, which can be like two minutes. Um, average length of a short film is anywhere between 10 and 25 minutes. Um, you know, some way, some will even, you know, some contests say if, it, if it's, if it's under 55 minutes or under 58 minutes, you can still put it in as a short film, anything over like a certain amount is basically considered like a feature film if it's over an hour or something. But generally most, you know, most short films, you know, like mine range anywhere from six minutes to I think the longest one is like 33 minutes. But on average, they're probably 15, 18 minutes. All right. This is my last question. Then I'll let Adam actually have the mic back. <laughs> uh, so uh, would you say it's more challenging to do short films because it's just like a time constraint to fit in a full story? Or would you say that if you had you know, the hour and a half, would it be better, would it be easier to write a more in-depth story? Um, that's a great question. Cause it's just like, you know, I really think, I think the only thing like with short films is you've got to get, you have a very short window to get your, your point across or, or, you know, what you're trying to portray. Whereas in like uh, one of my films, uh, a family matter was a short film that I did. It was like 24 minutes. I'm actually not turning that into a full length feature. But at the same time, now, you know, it's, it's, you meet the characters in the short film, but you really don't know the characters other than their names and, you know, they're part of this mob group or whatever. So when you're writing, you know, a full length feature, if it's based off of it, you delve in more into their backstories, who they are, you know, how do they get involved in this and all this stuff. So, um, yeah, it, it's, for me, I'd probably say a little bit harder for the short film aspect because again, you know, depending on the length of your film, you, you know, um, you want to, you want to capture the audience's attention and, and keep them there. Um, you know, but then at the same time, you, you know, you, you can watch a full length feature and it's like, you get bored after like 25 minutes of watching it. Just like, Oh my God, it's just, just, this is killing me. Um, but yeah, but again, it, 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 it all really comes down to the writing. You know, if, if, if your writing's good, um, you know, whether it be a short or a, or a full length feature, you, you, your stuff's going to be good. So for me personally, I find short films so much easier because I'm very like, um, get to point A to point B as fast as humanly possible kind of right. writer. So I like, I struggle with like, I'm a v great at writing a scene and then, but everything I need to say is done. Like, I'm like, all right, what happens next? I have no idea because <laughs> like I like it'd be me writing a bunch of short films and then moving them into one movie is basically what I would right. have to do um right no, but yeah no, no I yeah 
you know it's funny because we were um we're getting ready to shoot this new film um my journey to me and um you know as a as as a writer you're you know especially when you're writing scripts you're always going to have rewrites you're going to change things and so forth but with this one i've actually changed it nine times and it's you know it's funny because we had we had two table reads the first night we had i had just the two leads come in and, and they read and they were fantastic and then i had the rest of the cast like about two weeks later and they came in and read and then as the reading you know they're stopping you know we need to put this in here you need, you need to put this in here and i'm like looking at all of them and i'm like you guys really think i need to add that and they're like yeah because we want to see this conflict we want to see this because there's no conflict and then you know of course so then i go in and i write it and, and i put it in there and then i'm like going you know, it's going from like 25 pages. Now it's 30 pages, then it's 33 pages. And I, you know, I told my buddy, I said, I don't want to put any more in there because I don't want, I don't want to drag it on. You know, it's just like you said, you want to get to point A and point B, Yeah. you know, to point B and then, you know, and then, you know, you have, you have your film. Um, but, you know, I, I don't like to put stuff in there just to, just to have stuff in there. Yeah. You know? But, but this actually worked out right. Cause they all agreed that there needed to be some type of you know a little bit more of a conflict and you know after going back and reading it i totally understood what the you know what they said and, um so you know i ended up just writing another page and a half just to kind of add it to it yeah i i wish i had a uh, luxury of just having people willing to act for me and stuff like that I, i'm <laughs> like i've i've write these things and also i have mul so multiple jobs and that basically ties me up from the start of fall to the end of spring so I really right. can only sit down and write during the summer. So I like, I get my ideas. I just toss them at, like write everything I got on pieces of paper, file them away. Every once in a while I'll have a new idea and I'll, if it fits in with something I'm already doing, like I'll add it to the sheet. And then I wait until the summer to actually have time to write it all. And, but yeah, it's a, it's a hard knock life over here. Uh <laughs> <laughs> It, you know, it's funny you talk about the pieces of paper because there's so many times my wife will pick, do you need this? I said, what is it? And, it, and she'll read a line that I wrote down. I, yeah, don't throw that away. So I have like, whether it be on a napkin or like, in a, you know, a mail, you know, an envelope that's getting ready to get tossed. I go, you know, don't throw that away. I need that. Yeah, that's why so, I, I have a tote right next to me with uh, with little folders in it that I just, you know, no matter any scratch paper would be like, I'll be like, oh, this is like, I have a movie that I'm, right that i'm still working on of um uh, it's called like cicada it's basically a guy that uh like a kind of cross between uh friday the 13th and the zodiac where um, a dude turns into a cicada no it's it's just a a guy <laughs> who he comes about every every 14 years and kills people while cicadas are out because the sound of cicadas mm. covers up the sounds of the screams so he just keeps coming back and they never f can find him because he's only out for so long and then he disappears for years so they're so trying to piece all that together and that's been i get like oh this would be a really cool line for the detective to say or something and i like filed that away and i got scraps right. of paper everywhere of just crap that i want to make fun of that so much but that actually sounds really interesting <laughs> i really want to make fun of that i uh, i don't i don't get too many original ideas so i'm i'm a <laughs> i love adapting too i find like short stories and adapt them into sh short films and stuff right. and just for fun i've been adapting the 
uh, Harry Potter books as if it was like a Netflix TV show. And <laughs> I just sit there and I just do it. And I go like, why am I spending so much time on this? Because this can literally never be made. Like, I can't, like this is not something I can really sell to people. <laughs> but hey you know what never never say never because if you look at some of the stuff that's out there it's like i mean you know you ever turn on tv show go how did this get made and my wife's big like that she'll watch films like i'm like what are you watching i go she's i don't know how i mean i don't know how they even this got made i go but honey somebody wanted to watch it you know think of how many shows there are based off of the british crown alone (laughs) it's all the same thing you know it's just like you know someone said one of of my actors said there's only really like three types of movies there's a a bank robbery movie there's a love story and there's a horror movie and if you think about it it's all kind of you know it's really kind of true to some to some extent when you look at stuff and you're like that's kind of yeah maybe he's right you know maybe there is a part of that that's true have Um, you heard the book series called save the cat i have not oh uh, i'll so save the cat uh it's written by blake snyder um the save the cat but he basically explore goes in depth on screenwriting and how to do it and the types of stories that there are and he had he's like there's like six he's like there's six stories and i can prove to you that there's only six and break down how i think it's like aliens and forrest gump are the same movie or stuff like that like you're just going through and like the wildness and like i've i've like pounded through those books so fast i got the first one started going through it and i was i think i finished it in like two days and just kept going and buying more and more yeah i mean it's it's you know it's kind of the same thing like you know my teacher was saying it's just like there's only a certain genre i mean there's only certain types of movies and they all kind of coincide with each other yeah you know i I, i'd be interesting to see the 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 uh correlation from aliens and and forrest gump though i think i i think i'm pretty sure i just made that up but you know oh. <laughs> uh now you're lying just the i am no i'm lying just for yeah. just for effect um just try hyperbole to... still lying at him yeah <laughs> but yeah no he goes it's it's very interesting like some of the movies that like he goes into and he's like yeah they're they're exactly the same movie like they're the, all the words are different and the characters characters all have different names but he's like when you break it down from beat for beat for beat it's the same it's the exact same yeah. thing and yeah. like sometimes like it's a comedy and sometimes it's a horror and they're actually the same movie like it just <laughs> instead of killing someone you're making fun of someone or this exactly. thing or that thing like yeah, I love that stuff, and I'm I'm very excited to for this upcoming for in a month or so when I can start really hammering down on writing again and try and get something made. Maybe <laughs> I've written a maybe. couple of shorts, and one of them's been recorded. I wrote it in college, and we've shot it all, and I directed it and wrote it, and we made the whole short film, and then my editor turned in a rough draft. Um, the day before the whole project was due and I was like well um, are you ever gonna you know finish the cut and he was like no I was like cool so so that's that's still sitting there on my computer waiting to be edited (laughs) that's why you know you you surround yourself with good people like like someone I have people go how big is your production company and I go um it consists of two people Mm -hmm. me and my friend Ben 
you know, he shoots it, he edits it, um, he puts it all together. Um, the cool thing is, is I, I got in touch with my old high school friend who actually is a musician out in um, Oregon. And he's, you know, um, he's got great music. Um, and I had one day I, I had asked him if I could use one of his songs in my films. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. He goes, promote my music all you want, which was really, really cool. And then I had met another guy when I was on a voiceover um, and I was talking to him about family matters said, man i'm looking for someone to do sound for me you know i've got this i gotta put in and this and he goes i do that so and and you know it's through networking you start meeting these people and he's done like my last four films and he's done phenomenal yeah it's uh i've i've started doing i'm a production assistant and by saying i'm a production assistant i mean i did three projects and covid shut everything down so i'm not really a production assistant anymore um but I, it was just, um, it's amazing to me just doing, even doing podcast stuff and things like that. Like, you know, like a lot of people are really just willing to do things cheap or even for free. You just, it's the getting in touch with them. That's the struggle, yeah. trying to f- get yeah. in contact and have the names and have a night. And then after that, it's all easy. Like people will do a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. hundred percent. Um, so pulling up my notes again, going back to some of your projects, um, and we've talked a lot about, uh, a family matter. Uh, I see that you've, you play the exact same character in rookies and the yeah. family matter. Are they mm-hmm. supposed to be connected or was that, <laughs> yeah, I saw there's actually, other actors that don't play the same characters, but yeah. So, um, yeah, because rookies was like the first one, the first kind of mob thing that I did and, it, and it's basically just about two young guys who want to get made and they got to take out this 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 rival mob guy and they try to do it in this in this uh little diner and um it was just you know and then after after that I had you know I liked the character so much and I liked the way the movie turned out so well you know I wanted to you know I wanted to keep him kind of keep him around and then put him in you know a family matter and then, which were, you know, because the rookies, I think, is like 10 minutes. And then a family matter is, um, family matter turned out to be like 24, 25 minutes, something like that. So, um, because I liked his character so much, um, I, you know, I, I didn't want him, I didn't want to, you know, have him get, you know, knocked off or something. So we could, so I could bring him back. And um, that kind of gave me like the drive to, to write a family matter. So you said you're trying to turn a family matter into like a full movie now. Well, are, teach, yeah. Are, are you trying to like kind of weave rookies into that as well? Or are you kind of saying like rookies is its own separate thing? It's not going to be. No, it's, it, 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 that's, you know, that's a great point. Cause no, cause it's like, um, you know, a lot of the stuff in family matter, the short film, we're, we're just going to reshoot. Um, and then the same thing, you know, we'll, we'll bring the rookies into it. Um, because, you know, it, it's still a part of the character's name is Ralphie Stigliano. So it's still a part of Ralphie's life that he goes through. And so, you know, it's definitely something that, you know, that will, that will continue to add and, and, and put it in, um, you know, of course, you know, you know, we'll reshoot it and there'll probably be a few different lines that'll be different and so forth like that. But, but generally bringing those characters back, cause it kind of gives me like a base as far as when I'm writing, you know, when certain scenes are going to take place and so forth. Cause I'm with that one, I'm about 
they've got like 38, 40 pages in already um, on the full length feature. Um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I love those movies, man. They're, they're just, they're yeah. fun to make. You know, the, the one thing that I don't do is, um, and I was talking to someone the other day, is everything that, you know, you see, it's, everything is implied when, when, you know, someone gets shot, it's implied that they get shot. You'll hear gunshots or whatever. But you're never going to see, I'm never going to show you blood. I'm never going to show you anything else like that. Cause it's just like, especially you know, if, 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 if you're, if, if you're doing a scene and there's blood or whatever, and if it's done bad, that's the first thing people notice, you know, oh my God, look, he died, but look at the blood. It looks like ketchup or it looks, you know, whatever the case may be. It looks, it doesn't even look real. So a lot of the stuff that, you know, that, that when I, when I do certain things that, you know, I leave it, I leave it for the audience to try to figure out. You know, I have them try to, you know, say, hey, you know, what happened? And who died at the end? Um, and that was kind of like, even like with the first dark comedy that I did was called Swimmers. And, you know, it, it's so funny because I, I, you know, I, I showed it at a film case or a film showcase and you could hear people around talking. Oh, I know what they are. I know what they are. And they had no idea what they are. And I'm like, I'm sitting there next to my wife because she knows it because she's seen the film and and you're hearing all these people saying, oh, I know what that is. Oh, those guys are, they're meth heads. They're making meth or they're this, they're, they're from Breaking Bad or whatever the case may be. And I'm like, look, you guys have no idea. And then all of a sudden as, as the movie goes on, you know, and it's only 10 minutes, but it, it, when it got to the point where they kind of almost figured who it out, but was there was a slight twist. And, um, you know, to this day, my uh, my acting coach, Glenn, he, you know, he, he still tells me that's one of his, favorite favorite short films that he's ever seen so um which is which is i mean a huge compliment and i'm very very honored and very humbled you know for him to say something like that so you've also uh you did work uh a project called uh reagan from movie star to president um and another uh project called uh the price of fame um yeah. are, were, were those like aired on tv like yeah productions? yeah like, yeah, they were actually yeah they're through a uh, a studio down here in in Dallas and um, for the one uh, for the price of fame I played like uh, I was Johnny Depp's uh, like money guy his manager mm-hmm. um, and you know when I when I came home and I told my wife I got the role she's like oh my god you're working with Johnny Depp I go no I'm not <laughs> I said I said I wish I was but no but that you know they had it's kind of like a uh, documentary kind of like um mm-hmm. uh biography type thing and it was people there were great and then when it when we did the uh the reagan one was really really cool too because we had a guy who, i mean he looked just like like ronald reagan and, and nancy reagan they were like just like perfect and and i got to play uh one of the secret servicemen um which which again was just a lot of fun to do and then you've also uh you've done uh, a bunch of commercials for uh ready seal um yeah. and let me tell you i've like you looked familiar to me when i saw it like when i saw your picture and then i saw i just today i was going through your reels and i was like oh i've definitely seen something with ready seal before and heard that voice before for something like that's but yeah so what was that like because those that are funny was, those are pretty uh, good that was that was just a blast because we've done you know we the first time when when you know when i when i booked it um 
met a great director and, you know, we became friends and, and, you know, one of the, one of the, the guy who's with me in the commercial, um, great actor, we, you know, we shot a couple years ago and then, um, and then just about right before the pandemic hit or right after, actually during the, about a year and a year ago, year and a half ago, we shot the second set of commercials. So we've probably done like, I don't know, I think there's like eight or nine commercials that we've done. Um, and it's just it's so much fun. The cast, I mean, the crew itself is just phenomenal. You know, the, the, the owners of the company just, you know, they were there and just, um, it's just, I mean, just so much fun, you know, when you're surrounded with great people and, and, um, and, you know, like someone says, Oh, well, you just say that I go, no, because, because no, I said this, I said, this product is, this product is awesome. You know, I even because I like even like at school, I had some of my kids like, Coach, we saw you on TV. We saw you on TV. My mom bought that stain. We painted our fence with it. And I go, Yeah, how'd it turn out? She's, Oh, she loves it. She thinks it's the best thing. I go, Yeah, it's it's great stuff. You know, um, but yeah, it, it was, we had a lot of fun shooting those commercials. Definitely a lot of fun. It's uh, definitely, I mean, great, great company to work for. It gave off heavy, like the ocean spray guy vibes, like those, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for yeah. a deck seal, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but it, it, it's, it's good stuff, man. It, it's really great stuff. Uh, so then you've also, you wrote, directed, and starred in uh, the, the session. So, yeah. how, what is your process like when you're, when you're doing all of it like that? And versus when you're um, maybe just an actor or just a writer or just a director or something like. Yeah, you know, it's it's like for me, it's not that. I mean, I don't look at it very, you know, as as something that's very difficult to do because it's like when you, when you're writing it, you you already know what to expect from the character. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's a, and and even from like a uh, you know having to go over your lines, it's 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 even easier because you wrote it because it's like you know it's just like yeah okay yeah i'm gonna study my lines but you know i know you know it, it's easier to 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 know your lines because you know you're not having to study the lines because like you literally wrote them but you still want to go over them um but it, it's always been you know it's always been a lot of fun you know i had met with my agent um right before covid and i was telling her i said you know one of the things i don't want to do is just kind of rest on your laurels to find me in an audition you know, or, you know, to, you know, send me out here or send me out here. So I'm going to continue to keep writing. I'm going to continue to keep creating my craft and, and, and putting myself in my films, whether it be a big part or a small part, because I still want to work on my, my acting and so forth. And that's one of the things, you know, you know, I tell everybody, you know, um, and I'm still green as grass, you know, we've been doing this for eight years. Um, but it's just like, if, if, if things are slow, or, you know, if you're not getting anything and um, create, write something and go create it, go mm -hmm. film it, you know, because it, it, you know, it helps you work on your trait and, you know, you get to, you know, you get to see how your writing is and everything else. And it's just, um, you know, you, you don't ever want to rest on, on someone else's laws to find stuff for you. Because the thing that is, is like, you know, let's say, you know, you, you and Nick go for going for an audition. Okay. And I'm the casting director and, you know, I'm sitting there going, my God, that Adam guy killed it. What'd you think of that Nick guy? You know what? That Nick guy was awesome too. He killed it too. But you know what? We're going to go with this Ben guy. Mm -hmm. Why Ben? You know what? Cause he's got the look, you know, and so much of it is a look. I, you know, you might, my, 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 uh, my, uh, um, not my, my, uh, oh my God, my, 
my agent, sorry, who just on my, I looked at my <laughs> training. Like, ah, my agent said, she goes, you know, it's, it's, it's based on a look. So you can't go in and walk out of there going, you know, God, you know, I nailed this. I know I'm going to get it. Cause it's just like, it comes down to that person who's doing the cast and they say, Hey, you know what? Um, this is the look we're going to go with. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't, but you know, again, you know, your job as an actor, you go in there, you do your job, you work out. If, if, if they call you, that's great. If they don't, it's still great. Cause you're going to go and, you know, you, something else is going to come along. Yeah. I'm not an actor by any means. And that's, that's honestly been my biggest struggle is uh, I used to like, before I went to college, I would make fun little shorts with me and my friends. Um, and I'm so critical, especially of myself that I don't know how you can direct yourself because I am never happy with my own performance to the extent that I'm like, like, I just can't, I can't do it. I cannot act like, because I, I love writing and directing even more than I do acting. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, I I just can't put myself in my own projects because I'm awful. Like, (laughs) that's how I am. (laughs) Well, you know, like for me, it's, it's, it's funny because I, you know, I'm just like, you I'm, I'm, I'm my hardest critic and, you know, I might have something, oh, that was really, really good. But, you know, you know, I I trust the people I surround myself with, you know, with, with my other actor friends and, you know, my, my good friend, Ben, who does all my production stuff. Cause like when I'm, when I'm playing the role as well as directing um i always will look to him and say you know what do you think do you want to change anything you know is there something you want to do and he goes well let's try this or i, I might think to him hey you know what i was thinking about rather than doing this maybe do this he goes, yeah let's we'll shoot it and we'll see what it looks like mm-hmm. um but yeah it's, it's not like super hard um you know it's just but you know and again like you know on, on my sets i mean we're out there to have fun you know, it's just like, yeah. you know, we're, we're doing, we're doing what we love. And it's just like, you know, um, I don't have any, none of my, none of my actor friends are, you know, they don't have any egos. Everybody's here to help each other. We all want to see everybody exceed, you know, succeed, which, which makes it even, you know, even greater. Um, Cause there's been times when I've been on a commercial and like, oh my gosh, you guys are like so easy to work with. And we're like, what? Because, oh, that's one person we had, you know, they wanted this or they kept wanting to shoot it again and they weren't happy and whatever. So it was just like, you know, um yeah it's just I mean you gotta have you gotta enjoy it but you know you, you really gotta love what you do yeah um who has been the person that you were the most like starstruck that you've worked with and then starstruck maybe that you've seen at a festival or something like that in your own life um let's see from a from the stuff that I've done, because so much of it's, I mean, most of it's all independent, yeah. you know, there's not really, you know, I've loved everybody who I've worked with. Um, when it, this, my first screenplay that I wrote um, called Walter, um, it's a family movie. Um, that's the one that I pitched to a production company out in LA um, who wanted to read it. Um, I, when I wrote that, I only had one actor, actually I had two actors in mind. And, you know, I told myself, I said, as many as, there are so many great actors out there. There's only one person who can play Walter and there's only one person I want to play the dad. And um, that was Morgan Freeman. I want him to play Walter. I mean, I, he's just one of my favorite actors of all time. I just think he, I mean, he's off the chart. You know, he's just phenomenal. And then I don't know if you know who Ed Burns is. Um, he's an actor. Um, he's a writer, director. He's uh, in, uh, he was a comedian too, right? 
It sounds no, so familiar. Ed Burns, he's wasn't in, he in Saving Private Ryan? Uh, he was in, uh, was it Saving Private Ryan? Yes. And I, I know, I, he, I love Ed Burns. I, and he was I in, love he, Ed Burns. In, uh, the Brothers McMullen. Yep. Um, he wrote that. I mean, he's just, he's phenomenal. My God, he's, mm-hmm. he's just like amazing. Um, he, uh, and, he used to be, God, where do I remember him from? He did an interview with like Adam Ferrara when Adam Ferrara did Top Gear. Like that's where I remember him from. You know, and 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 I told my wife, I said he's got to play the dad because he's the perfect dad for this role. You know, so um, if there are any Morgan Freeman people out there that know Morgan and <laughs> or Mr. Freeman and Mr. Burns, I've got a I've got a script for him. You know, so um, and then of course you know uh, Helen Mirren too. I don't know if you're familiar with Helen Mirren. I just mm-hmm. think she's phenomenal. Um, my wife knows that. I just I, you know I just think she's absolutely stunning and stuff like that. Because when I was writing. Walter and I told her about the next door neighbor and she goes well who's gonna play the next door neighbor I said well I said in in my world Helen Mirren she goes oh of course why not Helen Mirren (laughs) so I'm like she's the best one of the best so um, yeah that 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 would be my goal you know or my dream so I'm uh, I really when I write I try so hard to not like cast people because I know I'm never I'm not gonna really get what I want but I have I have a script that i'm working on right now where um uh i don't know the full background of it yet but i i just know i it's uh it's jason statham on the run from the government and our gut he was he's like an ex ex ex-military and our government's trying to kill him for some reason the government needs to kill him but jason statham is in like a serious action movie and then the assassin that the government hires to kill him is Ryan Reynolds in like your typical Deadpool-esque comedy Ryan Reynolds movie right. with uh, like, and then like the general is played by Jim Carrey. Like, like, the, <laughs> like the government is all like, and he's playing like his kick-ass role or something, or even uh, I don't remember the actor's name, but the guy who voices Mr. Krabs. Um Oh, I know who you're talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, I can't I can't remember his name, but I'm like the government is all in like an action comedy leaning way heavier on the comedy aspect. And then Jason Statham and the rest of the world are in like a serious deadpan action movie that take themselves seriously. And just having that dynamic between the two, like the two of them, and but make it also like something that like there's no swearing. So like I always like in the script, I'm right writing in like that Ryan Reynolds would say like, oh shit, fuck. And then I go in afterwards and I find like funny things that he could say later. And he comes right. in and goes like, oh, tiddlywinks and like stuff like, that. <laughs> like that's, but yeah, I know that will never get made, but with Ryan but Reynolds. See, here's the but... thing. So, so let me ask you, why don't you ever think it'll get made? I, well, first of all, I don't think I'm ever going to finish it. Cause I just don't have time <laughs> to get in there and, also, I don't know why the government's trying to kill St- Jason Statham, but and why they would hire an assassin anyway. But <laughs> no, you got you got to make time. I mean, there's there's times like where I, you know it's like during the during the pandemic, I didn't write at all. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I actually when I when I came, you know, just a couple months ago, I started writing back again in January, and I just like, what if I, you know, what if I, what if I can't write anymore? You yeah. Know? And then I wrote this this new short film, and I was just like, okay, you know, it's you know, I got my writing bug back. You know, I want I want to continue to write. But, you know, because I mean, like I said, I've got a lot of friends who's like, man, 
you're not going to get Morgan Freeman. You're not going to get Ed Burns. Yeah, just keep dreaming. You're not going to do a scene with Helen Mirren, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, you know what? You guys do you, you do you, and I'm going to do, I'm going to do me. And you know, my yeah. goal is my goal and my vision and and so forth. And you should have the same thing, man. Don't 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 let anybody tell you you can't do something. Yeah, I'm gonna see. Here's the thing now, because you're you have connections. You're just gonna start getting random scripts from me now. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> No, that's it. No. That's fine. I'll, I'll send you some great actors. I'll be like, hey, these people coming up to shoot your film. <laughs> but yeah, because it's like you said, it's like, because, you know, when you when you start to self-doubt yourself, it's just like, if you even like, I'm like going, what if somebody doesn't like it? What if, what if I finally meet Morgan Freeman? And he goes, you know what? This isn't a good script. Yeah. Okay, maybe he just doesn't like it. Doesn't mean it's a, it's a good script because because you know, I love the script. Yeah. You know, and, it, it, you know, it's just like, you know, if you look at today's genre of films, there's superhero films. There's tons of superhero films. There's horror movies or so forth. But there's really not many family movies that you could take your five-year-old, your eight-year-old, your 15, your grandma and grandpa to. Yeah. And this is kind of this is kind of one of them where it's kind of just a really good, feel-good type of movie where you walk out you know, and you're like, man, I totally get this. I, I mean, I, you know, and I'm not saying everyone's gonna feel that way. They might go, that's the dumbest thing I ever I ever saw, which is totally fine, you know. A la, you know, Quentin Tarantino, who's one of my favorite directors. He's like, you know, if you don't like my films, don't go watch them. Yeah. You know, it's just like, you see my film, you don't like it. That's totally fine. It's not, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Um, but it, it, you know, I get this, this is, I've had this dream for this film for a very, very long time. And when I finally wrote it and rewrite wrote it, the first time I wrote it was like 137 pages, which is way too long for a script. Yeah. And then, you know, I was cutting things out and changing things. And I finally got it to about 104, 106 pages where it needs to be. And I'm like going, you know, still have my picture of Morgan Freeman and Ed Burns and, you know, from 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 the roles I want him to play and 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 everything from a pitch prospect prospect. And just like, going, um, you know, I'm going to do whatever I can. You know, you never know when someone like, you know what? I know Ed Burns. You know what? Let me reach out to him. Give me your script. Let me see what he thinks. Yeah. Because I'd love to have him direct it too. I'd be like, you know, here, go make this film for me, you know, (laughs) and just, you know, be like, that would be a dream come true for me. So at the start of the show, I asked you what uh, your favorite project of yours was. Um, Now coming to the end of it, what's out of all of your projects that you've worked on, what's your least favorite? (laughs) What's the one you're embarrassed by? (laughs) Yeah. I don't even want to give you a name, but there are there are a few that I'm not fans of. I'll just I'll just put it like that. I won't, I won't tell you which ones. Okay. But there there are definitely there's there there's a few that are out there that I'm not. I'm like uh, just not fans of. But you know, again, then you know my my guy who did band my my buddy who does all my production work. He's like, no, this is a good film. Or you know, someone you know someone else saw it and goes, no, this this is really really lovely. I you know it it really I felt something, and I'm just mm-hmm. like yeah you know which which is which is great but it's just like you know it's just just not not my favorite not something that i look back and go oh man this is this is just awesome I, you know i'm so proud of this film or anything like that so nick do you have any questions to wrap up or no 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 I, this has been fun i learned about short films i've never really watched them like i Mm-hmm. My, the extent of uh, short films I've watched are the animated ones before Pixar movie. <laughs> That's the extent I've watched. Um, but no, I now I want to check them out. I, I like the idea of trying to fit a full story into 20, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, like that to me, that's 
fascinating. I got some good ones that I can send you away. Yeah. I know okay. some ones. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, John, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, th- do you have anything to plug? Your new movie's coming uh, out? Your- yeah. We, you know, I, I got a new film coming out called My Journey to Me, um, which, which, you know, um, I'm, I'm very, very proud of. Um, we start filming, actually, next weekend, we start filming. Um, and that's a short, probably about a 30 minute short. Um, and then, you know, continuing to, to go out there and pitch my, my screenplay for Walter mm-hmm. and um, hopefully get it in the hands of someone who wants to make it and um, get Morgan Freeman and Ed Burns behind it and, you know, then have Helen Mirren jump on. It's going to be a perfect world. We're going to start tweeting so. at Ed Burns. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. Do that. Say, hey, you know, we got this. We, we met this guy. He's a, he's a Cubby fan, but uh, he, uh, <laughs> he, he, uh, he's got a great script for you. So. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode, everyone. And thanks so much to John. Thanks again for coming out, man. All right. Thanks very much. You guys Thank have you a so much. great week. If you liked this episode, come and tell us your thoughts and join the conversation over on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for You Hate to See It. Our handles are at Y-O-U-H-8-2-C-I-T. You can also help us out by becoming a patron to the podcast. By becoming a patron, you get access to our private Discord server, our monthly movie review podcast, uh, and even unedited video versions of the episode you just listened to and many more. There's also some Taskmaster specials if you want to watch our older episodes. Um, All links are going to be available in the description. Okay, haters, that's it for this week. Uh, You hate to see it end there, but fear not, we shall return. Same time, same place, you'd hate to miss it. Were you, were you trying to find sound like a Star Trek episode? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>